I'm author and athlete Brad Kearns. Welcome to the Be Rad Podcast, where we explore ways to pursue peak performance with passion throughout life. Visit bradkearns.com for great resources on healthy eating, exercise, and lifestyle. And here we go with the show. You're allowed to be open, honest, authentic, vulnerable in your communications, but at the same time, uh, maintaining that emotional control, which means translated, in my opinion, and my uh, forward marching papers are that it's possible to say everything you need to say whenever with loving kindness, as well as an awareness of the other person's point of view. Hey, I want to tell you about Schwank Grills. This is a revolutionary portable gas infrared grill that uses the exact same heating technology as the world's best steakhouses. You heat up to 1500 degrees Fahrenheit to grill the juiciest steak you've ever tasted in as little as three minutes. Can you believe it? That's right. You do not have to go to those crowded, noisy, super overpriced steakhouses anymore when you have the same technology in your backyard. And the Schwank portable infrared grill is not just for steak. You can make chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, lobster, vegetables. I make salmon in three minutes. They even have a pizza stone accessory. I want you to visit their very informative and mouth-watering website at schwankgrills.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-N-K. Everything you cook, faster, juicier. The speed is so important, so convenient. Uh, There's a drip tray on the bottom, so you let the juices drip down. I love the bison burger, the venison burgers. That's my game. And then you can add a mixture of butter, spices, whatever you want, into the tray. Pour it back onto your meat or your salmon for a huge improvement in flavor. Are you getting hungry? I am. (laughs) Let's go to schwankgrills.com, S-C-H-W-A-N-K, grills.com, and up your home cooking game. This is a -a one-of-a-kind grill. I have a great discount code for you, of course. It's BRAD150 to save $150 off your purchase of a Schwank grill. Achieving a breakthrough in your relationship, breaking through a stagnant period, a rut, just taking things to the next level. What a great topic of interest. And some of my favorite shows ever on the podcast have been on the topic of relationships. I look forward to talking to Jillian Tarecki upcoming. She's got a great new recently uh, launched podcast called Jillian on Love. And going back to my many shows with John Gray, the number one best-selling relationship author of all time with his Mars and Venus franchise and truly life-changing insights. So I hope you can listen to those full-length shows from one of the greats, uh, especially my uh, essential relationship assignments honoring John Gray's work and kind of put everything together uh, for the couple to listen to together because I give the male the relationship assignments and I give the female her relationship assignments too. And uh, great Uh, detail there. So it'll be unforgettable. Uh, But since I mentioned it and we're doing a short breather show on the topic, maybe that's a good place to start. And the male's assignment is to remain calm, cool, and collected at all times, like a Kung Fu master. That's how you go through life. John Gray argues very persuasively that today the greatest danger of the female is the, the danger of the anger and the male partner. 
and feeling uh, weak and vulnerable and fragile because of that uh, reality. And so you want to protect your female from your own anger and your own uh, emotional uh, disturbances by being calm, cool, and collected. Now, that great insight can potentially be seen as controversial or perhaps even objectionable to modern day uh, psychotherapy and psychology thought where uh, we're striving and, and hearing this uh, this importance of being open, honest, authentic, communicative at all times in your relationship and transitioning away from those uh, dated uh, cultural roles where the male was uh, not in touch with his emotions and standoffish and uh, kind of aloof. And the female was constantly trying hard to connect and get the male to open up. And so now the male assignment is, hey, look, you got to share your feelings. You got to talk through things. You can't just grunt and go off and watch TV. And John Gray is sort of essentially at times saying the opposite, that you want to keep your cool. In fact, one of his essential relationship assignments is never speak with a negative emotional charge. Instead, go off and do testosterone boosting activities. And the hormonal underpinnings of all these relationship dynamics are what he's covered uh, in detail in his most recent book called Beyond Mars and Venus. And he argues that if you do engage with your partner, you are going to tank your testosterone and spike your estrogen and feel like crap at the end. And I really embrace this idea because I really never feel better having got into an argument with a, a romantic partner, uh, other loved one, child, parent, whoever it is. Uh, it doesn't give you that feeling of wholeness that might be uh, have greater potential when you're able to remain calm, cool, and collected. And that doesn't mean uh, go off and be non-communicative. So you're allowed to speak your truth. You're allowed to uh, express your emotions, uh, but it's a wonderful uh, relationship recommendation to keep control of your emotions and be stable and show that to the world. Uh, Chris Gage on The Medium writes wonderfully about this topic and argues that emotional self-stability is the number one relationship attribute for both parties. And I believe uh, some of the commentary was there is no even number two, even close. So without emotional self-stability, you're going to have a very difficult time nurturing a healthy relationship. So uh, again, you're allowed to be open, honest, authentic, vulnerable in your communications, but at the same time, uh, maintaining that emotional control which means translated, in my opinion, and my uh, forward-marching papers are that it's possible to say everything you need to say whenever with loving kindness, as well as an awareness of the other person's point of view. So that might uh, temper your outbursts if you are being empathetic and understanding where the other person's coming from and all the things that they have uh, underneath the surface of the iceberg that might be affecting their behavior that lights you up and triggers you. So let's say, for example, um, uh, I I'm angry with my teenage daughter that she always runs late in the morning uh, when we're trying to get to school on time and we're dealing with uh, upsetting the carpool or whatever it is. But behind that closed door, 
in the morning of a life of a teenage girl heading off to middle school or high school, um, all we see is the tip of the iceberg. And who knows, maybe they're changing their outfit five times because of insecurity, self-esteem, uh, the vulnerability to the measuring, judging forces that the person is going to face when they set foot on campus. So your outbursts and your anger uh, that you're losing five minutes, boy, that can definitely be uh, tempered and redirected and recalibrated when you think about being in the other person's shoes. Same with an example in romantic partnership where uh, you're driving home after a gathering and uh, I, the male, say, uh, gee, I'm really, uh, my feelings were really hurt uh, when you were talking so long over there in the corner with Gary. <laughs> and um, you're allowed to uh, feel that way right inside, but um, maybe I can reflect further and consider whether perhaps I'm in a habit, un unconscious habit, of making dismissive comments about my partner in the presence of others to the extent that uh, the female wants to uh, retreat and keep a safe distance, especially at a social gathering when we have a tendency to uh, run our mouths and say stuff that um, we say we're just kidding, but we're not really just kidding. And Mia Moore uh, agree on that one when we, we, we talk about that notion where someone says something and then it ends with just kidding. Uh, but in a lot of times, there's a measure of truth there that uh, really needs to be uh, reflected upon and addressed so it's not as destructive as people, uh, you know, bantering about saying, well, you should know, Brad, uh, you have, uh, uh, you're self-centered, just kidding, <laughs> but, they're, but they're not really. I think you can identify this pattern uh, a lot, whether you're the recipient or perhaps even dispensing out uh, some pot shots where you can cover it uh, on the auspices of, that it's a joke but it's not really a joke. So being open, honest, authentic, vulnerable in your communications, but also heeding that advice from John Gray to be the Kung Fu master, especially when we're addressing the male here. And he does make that important distinction, but I think that's good advice for the female as well. And sort of the pair to this in the John Gray relationship assignments episode is that females uh, are to express everything as a preference rather than a complaint. Because when you start to nitpick and express a bunch of complaints, you're talking to someone that deep down, their deepest biological drive, uh, the man wants to be the hero in the story and be the knight in shining armor and the guy who can do no wrong and can save the day uh, when the rain gutters are clogged and the rain's coming. Uh, he'll bravely get up on the ladder. Actually, you shouldn't do that. You should call a professional when you're doing something dangerous. But you get my point where the man wants to be shining, wants to be the hero, wants to be thanked, wants to be revered. And when he gets nitpicked uh, left and right and upside down, it's going to make him pull away and not want to try as hard to be the hero. In contrast, if the female can express everything as a preference and look for times to compliment the male and uh, wake up in the morning and say, oh my gosh, the kitchen is so freaking clean. You went, you went to town last night. Thank you so much. I absolutely love waking up in the morning to a spotless kitchen so I can go to work. That is awesome. That is going to have 100 times the positive benefit as a handful of nitpicks uh, about the dirty kitchen uh, that you walk by in the evening before bedtime. Okay, so the female assignment express everything as a preference. The male assignment is to never speak with a negative emotional charge. 
And overall, I'm bringing in the other one to say everything that you possibly need to say with loving kindness and an awareness for the other person's point of view and the stuff that they're uh, dealing with uh, when it comes to running late is a great simple example. So emotional self-stability, number one relationship attribute. I also love an insight from Mia Moore here, one of my other favorite guests on the topic of relationships on the podcast. Uh, she likes to say, don't sweat the small stuff. And also uh, bringing in the realization that you are the judge of what's small stuff and what's not. And yes, there are some big stuff that you're going to want to sweat. And of course, we're allowed to have deal breakers. And it's very important to honor those deal breakers and those values and beliefs that we carry into a relationship. So if you form the belief that <laughs> physical domestic violence, domestic violence, or even emotional violence is not to be tolerated, that's really important to honor that and make that one of your deal breakers and uh, take action and align your behavior accordingly with that. Because if you uh, harbor all these values and beliefs, these high-minded beliefs, like you don't tolerate emotional violence and then you're in a relationship that involves that, not to mention physical violence, guess what? Um, you, you kind of lose who you are and that is a recipe for disaster in a relationship and in uh, your personal path. So you're allowed to have these deal breakers and you're allowed to sweat stuff that you consider to be major. Uh, and um, there's, there's, uh, it's not black and white. So if you have these deal breakers and things that are super important to you, uh, that's when we enter into the concept of negotiation. And I mentioned Jillian Tarecki. She has a great episode where she talks about the difference between compromise and negotiation. So negotiation is when you bring things out and say, look, we need to do something about this. Um, this doesn't align with my highest values and beliefs. I'm not going to use the word deal breaker, but you get into negotiation and see if you can come to some form of understanding. And she says that's superior to this idea of compromise. And we use that word a lot in relationships. Yes, you have to compromise when you're in a relationship. You're not going to have it all your way all the time. But when you use that word compromise, it can easily lead to resentment because you compromised here, you compromised there, you compromised your values in this way, you compromised your belief system about finances and expenditures and getting into credit card debt, and you compromised another time and another time. So think about that compare and contrast between compromise and between negotiation and hopefully successful resolution of negotiation. Yeah, that's a lot to think about, but those are pretty simple and easy to execute. I don't think they're beyond uh, anybody's grasp. And certainly um, your relationship is not beyond repair when you can start to bring these things into the game and implement them every day. So hopefully this is helpful and you'll be inspired to listen to more uh, relationship type shows on the podcast. Thank you for listening to this, Brida. Thank you for listening to the show. I love sharing the experience with you and greatly appreciate your support. Please email podcast at bradventures.com with feedback, suggestions, and questions for the Q&A shows. Subscribe to our email list at bradkearns.com for a weekly blast about the published episodes and a wonderful bi-monthly newsletter edition with informative articles and practical tips for all aspects of healthy living. You can also download several awesome free ebooks when you subscribe to the email list. 
And if you could go to the trouble to leave a five or five star review with Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to the shows, that would be super incredibly awesome. It helps raise the profile of the BRAD podcast and attract new listeners. And did you know that you can share a show with a friend or loved one by just hitting a few buttons in your player and firing off a text message? My awesome podcast player called Overcast allows you to actually record a soundbite excerpt from the episode you're listening to and fire it off with a quick text message. Thank you so much for spreading the word. And remember, be rad. I'm so excited to introduce you to Paluva. This is a new zero-drop minimalist shoe with the distinctive five-toe design from my main man, Mark Sisson. Paluvas give you the most authentic barefoot-style experience, but with sufficient cushioning so you can use them for all manner of daily movement, especially walking and many other fitness and athletic activities. Paluvas are also incredibly stylish, so you get a barefoot shoe that you're not embarrassed to wear around in daily life. It's been so cool to see the popularity of minimalist shoes grow over the recent years, but Paluvas are a step ahead of every other zero-drop wide-box shoe because of the critical feature of individual five-toe articulation, a separate slot for each of your toes. This allows for correct dynamic movement of the foot through the walking or running stride, which is impossible when your toes are encased into a single box, even a wide box. Well, you might know that minimalist shoes have faced controversy in recent years for causing injuries from inappropriate use. So here is the big picture mission. We want to get you walking in paluvas, living in your paluvas, going barefoot in your home or other safe areas as often as possible. Go ahead and use your specialized cushiony running shoes or your basketball shoes, work boots, high heels, things that you want to wear when you want to wear them, but wear your Paluvas as much as possible to reawaken the natural functionality of the human foot to stand, walk, run, and perform. Do you want to try a pair? I'm certain that when you put them on and walk around, you are going to quickly realize that these are the most comfortable, natural shoes that you've ever worn. They are designed to feel like you're, quote, walking barefoot on a putting green please visit paluva.com, that's P-E-L-U-V-A, and use the code BRADPODCAST and get 10% off your first pair. Paluvas, let your feet be feet.